You Can Handle Anything, episode number 266. Can you imagine being able to handle anything? And by that I mean actually being able to deal with difficult situations and relationships without losing it or blaming others or yourself. This is Shira Gura, and I believe that choosing to get unstuck from the emotional situations that control you is the most empowering way to live. Unfortunately, while getting stuck is a natural human tendency that happens to all of us, most people don't know how to get unstuck, and that's because they never learned how or they weren't given the proper tools to do so. The truth is, being emotionally equipped is something you actually need to learn if you want to free yourself from the emotions that keep you stuck in place so that you can move forward towards creating the life you actually want to live. And that's what this podcast is all about. Thank you so much for tuning in. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. So a few days ago, I sent a few emails to some of my past clients that I either worked with one-on-one or who enrolled in my course at one point, and they're currently not enrolled in my group coaching program, The Living Deliberately Circle. I do this every so often because I like staying in touch with the people I've worked with to see how they're doing, and specifically to see how they're doing with the tools that they learned from me. A lot of the time, I receive really great emails in return in regards to the shifts and the transformations that these people are experiencing in their lives at the time that I write to them, whether that's in their personal life or their professional life or in their relationships. And of course, that makes me really happy. They share with me really specific examples, like this one that I received not too long ago. It came from Alan, who was a student inside of my group coaching program. And he wrote that he had to have a difficult conversation with someone that he works with in his department regarding that other person's attitude and behavior. In the email he wrote to me, he said, I'm a very non-confrontational person and direct serious conversations are difficult for me. However, that doesn't matter as this is something I have to do. It's part of my responsibility in my role at work. And I've gotten better at this over the years, but now I have tools to help me. He continued on by saying, In addition to typing up some talking points so I don't lose my way, suggested by my very astute CEO, I decided this would also be a good use of my new journal and going through the clear way. By the way, the journal is something you receive when you enroll in the course. Anyway, he said, I'm using the tool to prepare me for this conversation. I have some expectations based on previous conversations with this employee, but I'm using the tool to help me enter the situation calmly and prepared for any result, good or bad. He also wrote, I also know this employee is likely stuck in some non-beneficial thoughts, and I can take that into consideration as we have our conversation. This is just another example of how your teaching is helping me. And Alan actually attached a photo of the journaling sheet that he used to get him through this sticky spot. And then the next day he wrote to me, well, the employee did not handle the conversation well, but I decided ahead of time that I was gonna be caring and confident and professional and genuine. And I'm pleased with how I handled the situation and myself. And the great news for me is that I'm not stuck after the meeting with negative thoughts and emotions about myself since the conversation was not a glowing success. I don't like how the employee handled things, but I'm not in control of her or her thoughts 
or her emotions. Thank you, exclamation point. So, you know, I read emails like this and it just lights me up to really know how impactful these tools are in so many different people's lives, in their homes, in their relationships, and also at work. But if I'm being honest, at other times, I also receive emails from past students who are, in the moment that I happen to reach out to them, they're stuck. And also, to be honest, when I usually see those emails at first, my gut reaction is to get stuck myself, as if I am responsible for the fact that these people aren't seeing the results that they want to be seeing in their life. But of course, I soon and very quickly get unstuck from that because I know that that's not true. The tools I created work when you use them. And the second part of that sentence is so important. If you want to feel better and if you want to feel in control in your life, you have to use the tools. I mean, it's like expecting a picture to be hung in your newly renovated home just because you have a hammer sitting on the table. No, the picture will never get hung that way. You either have to ask someone to hang the picture for you, or you have to use the tool yourself, the hammer in this case, if you want to see some sort of result. And yet for some reason, our brains believe that once we learn how to use a tool, our lives will change immediately and we don't need to put any more effort into practicing using the tool if we want to keep seeing results. And when I'm talking about results, I'm not even talking about getting the same results, right? I'm talking about getting better and even more improved results. So in terms of the unstuck method, what I'm talking about is not necessarily just getting unstuck every time someone pushes your buttons, but actually being able to use that same tool moment to moment to be able to create the life you actually want to live. So going back to the hammer example, we think of using a hammer as a simple tool because it doesn't take us long to learn how to use it, right? And it is a simple tool. We learn how to hold the hammer with our hand and we learn how to hit a nail with the hammer, right? But sometimes we don't, right? Sometimes we hit our thumb and sometimes we don't hit the nail like straight on so it goes in crooked. So you can have this tool that's really simple in terms of how to use it and also know that it takes practice if you really want to master it. Because the more you practice, most likely the less frequently you're going to hit your thumb or, you know, the nail on the side. So the hammer, just like the unstuck method, it's not just a mindless, monotonous tool, even though it can become that. But the more you use it, the better you get at it. It's about applying that skill in so many different situations, right? Because you can use a hammer for many more things than just hanging a picture, right? You could use it to build other things. You could use it to build things like a bookshelf or a fence or a house. All you need to do is know how to swing a hammer, you know, where to get the nails, and then you can create whatever experience you have already with carpentry and you can create whatever outcome you want, but you need to use the tool. And it really is the same thing with the unstuck method. When you go through my group coaching program and you even have opportunities to work with me one-on-one, -on -one. you learn the most effective tool I know that will empower you to go from stuck to unstuck in any moment. And you receive a basic understanding of how the tool works. 
you understand the concepts, right? You even internalize them. But you can only really reap the rewards when you commit to implementing it into your life over and over and over again. The idea is, of course, to keep using the tool because the tool works when you use it. And the more you use it, the more aha moments you're going to have in your life. And those aha moments are powerful. But like I said, the problem is, for whatever reason, our brains make us believe that we don't need to keep using the tools. Like if we learned it, we don't need it anymore, right? We already learned it, so we can throw it out the window. In fact, what's really unbelievable is that your brain will even go as far to tell you that you have no idea how to get through a certain situation in your life, even though you learned the exact tool that will help you to get unstuck. That is amazing. That also happens to me, by the way. Or your brain might tell you that it just doesn't want to get unstuck right now. It would rather stay stuck on frustration or resentment or anger or pity or annoyance or irritation or whatever emotion you might be stuck on than to have to do the work to get unstuck. I don't know if you've ever experienced that in your life before where you're, you know, feeling stuck, but you just either don't know what to do or you don't want to do anything to get unstuck. But like I said, I know I certainly have. Like I can get into an argument with my husband or be really upset with one of my kids or get disappointed in myself for not showing up as the person that I wanted to be at any given time. And rather than do the work to get unstuck, I just stay stuck. And when I think about those times, when I really reflect upon what's going on, what I come to realize is that no matter what situation I may be in, if I am feeling like I can't handle it or I don't want to handle it, I think there's a common stuck feeling amongst all of those situations. And I think that stuck feeling is fear. Like a fear of, if I take a pause and I take a good look at the situation and really look at who I was being in that situation or what role I played in the suffering that I was experiencing, I'm probably not gonna like looking at that person, right? And so rather than do the work to get unstuck and have to face who I was being, I'd rather avoid seeing my true self. I actually think that that is what it often just comes down to. We just don't want to admit to ourselves or to other people who we were being. I remember once working with someone one-on-one and at our very, very first meeting where I asked her to share with me what's going on in her life and you know where she was feeling stuck, she shared with me a lot of stuff that she wasn't happy with. And then she said to me, and this is not my life. This is not supposed to be my life. And I remember listening really well and then pausing, and then inviting her to take a pause with me so that we could take a really good look at the thoughts that she just shared with me. And I think of all the sessions that we had together, it was that first one that was the most eye-opening and the most powerful to her, because what was happening all of those years that she was really feeling stuck is this woman was holding on to a belief that, first of all, wasn't even true, and secondly, She was afraid of meeting, you know, face to face who she's been being all that time. But once she went through that fear and really accepted who she was being in her life that created what she was experiencing, she was able to choose from a much more conscious place 
of who it is she wanted to be, which of course led her to start creating an entirely new life for herself. And so when we face challenging situations in our life and our brain says to us, that's unhandable. (laughs) I know that's not a word. I just made it up. But you know what I mean, right? Like your brain freaks out because it truly believes it can't handle that situation and that situation and that situation because it just feels too big and too overwhelming and too stressful and too insurmountable. What I'd like to encourage you to do which is the same exact thing that I do in my life, is the very first step of the unstuck method, which is to come into this moment. Not the past where everything looks awful and not the future where you may be taking your past into it and creating the same life that you've already lived, but really come into the now. Come into this very moment and take a pause. Because when you come into this moment, and I mean literally come into this moment, when you can redirect your mind to get out of the past and to get out of the future and come into this moment, even if it doesn't last long, you get calm. And that's not because you're trying to get calm, but because that's what exists in the present moment, a sense of calm. Because in the present moment, There is no story, there is no trigger, there are no judgments or opinions and perspectives. It's like being nowhere. But when you separate the W from the H in that word, nowhere, you get now, here. And that's a very powerful place to be. Because in that place, and only from that place, that sets you up for getting unstuck. The unstuck method does not work unless you go through the steps step by step. In other words, you can't get unstuck if you don't take a stop. If you keep spinning your wheels, if you keep overanalyzing a situation, if you keep forecasting pending events, you're never gonna get unstuck. You're just gonna stay stuck in the thoughts and the stories in your mind. And this is why I invite you to consider this moment as your best friend, because it's this moment that everything exists, who you're being, choice, possibility, taking on a new perspective, all of that happens in the moment. And even if you've fallen off path for a while, or you've been trying to solve a certain situation in your life for a long time, and you haven't quite figured out how to solve it, take a pause, come back to this moment, and then continue on through the rest of the method until you get unstuck. And yes, this is meant to be done consistently. And by that, I don't even mean daily, but I mean moment to moment to moment as often as you can. That is where the most important shifts happen. That's where the seeds of transformation occur. This work takes humility and a willingness to pause and to really take a look at who you have been being over and over and over again. It's humbling. And sometimes you won't like the image being reflected back at you in the mirror. But if you can pause and get through that challenging emotion, whatever it is, there is so much more waiting for you on the other side. And so to my student who responded to my check-in email earlier this week, saying she was stuck on sadness and guilt and frustration and self-loathing and anger and fear, 
and who also admitted that she knows what to do, that she has the tools, but she's not using them, I just want to tell you that I hear you. And I've been there many times in my life and that you are not any different than any of us. And the second thing I want to say to this student is that even though life seems overwhelming and maybe even going through the unstuck method seems overwhelming, I want to encourage you to just start with the pause. Come back to now. Come back to this moment. There is so much richness and wisdom and intelligence in this moment that when you come to it, you may wonder to yourself why you haven't returned here earlier. It's available to you even right now, literally. You can finish listening to this podcast episode and then sit for a few moments without rushing to the next thing. And my hope is when you do that, it'll give you the momentum and the desire to then start to get unstuck one step at a time. Because in my opinion, it's the first step, the stop, that's the hardest, right? I mean, we know in physics that an object in motion stays in motion. So it's not easy to stop the thoughts that are renting out space in our minds. It may be simple, but it's not easy, especially if it means having to face who you have been being. But I also know once you do it, it opens the door to possibility for you that you may never have realized existed before. And it's actually for that very reason that this work is not always easy to do, especially on your own, that I created my group coaching program, Emotionally Equipped for Life, which you can learn more about on my website, shiragura.com. And it's also why I decided to start offering monthly mini workshops to my podcast listeners and to anyone familiar with my work to really inspire you back into action. And so if you're feeling stuck in your life right now, and the truth is, even if you're not, I want to invite you to enroll in my first workshop that's going to be taking place in just a couple of weeks, and it's called Change Your Life in 90 Days. And it's in this workshop that we're really going to do the hard work at looking specifically at one area of your life that you want to change, but really taking a good look at it. And from that place of awareness, recognizing what it is you need to do to start creating a shift towards what it is you actually want to see in your life. This workshop is going to be incredible, and I really feel like this is an opportunity not to be missed. So be sure you are on my website in order to receive the information to enroll, or you can send me a private message on Instagram or on Facebook to get the link to enroll. Okay, my dear friends, thank you so much for tuning in today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And remember, you can handle anything. If you enjoyed this episode, you will love my group coaching program, Emotionally Equipped for Life. The truth is, this is not just a program. It's a community. A community of people who are living deliberately as they create new habits, reach for their goals, and get stuff done. Because they know they can handle anything. For more details, visit my website, shiragura.com forward slash enroll. I would love to invite you into my circle.